All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchak. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. For the first time since June 19th, 2006, the Oilers are facing a must-win game in Raleigh, North Carolina. Let's get into it with the lead. Maybe a little bit of a triggering way to start today's edition of the show. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day. I have taken the Sports Closet Studio out on the road. I am live from New York, but I'm still here. Definitely not avoiding the grind. It's a short for giant game day edition of the show. And because I don't trust my internet and because I could not do the show without them, let's bring in Jay and Liam uh, live from the big sports closet. Thanks studio. For having us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting us on the show today, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, you, guys, you guys have been holding, you guys have been holding down the fort for the last couple of days uh, without me there. So I do appreciate it. Liam, how was the show yesterday? It was good. Nation Dan joined me. We talked about fighting. Uh, we talked about the Oilers and we talked about that international tournament that the, the league is calling the World Cup. With four teams in it. <laughs> yeah, no David Pasternak, um, but, you know, it'll definitely be best on best. Um, I apologize if my uh, if my camera is not that good. I'm just using my laptop camera. And again, my hotel's internet is absolutely terrible. Um, so we'll see if we can get through a full hour of the show here today. But it is a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day 
edition of the show. We are live on the Oilers Nation YouTube, which, of course, is home to the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Tyler Mulek, he's back from his own vacation out in Nashville. He says, we need a big bounce back from Stu tonight. Also, was the first and third round pick for Blackwood Saravalli suggested realistic or just speculation, which is very interesting. Um, as you guys know, Frank Saravalli had a new article up today on dailyfaceoff.com outlining five potential goalie options for the Edmonton Oilers on the trade market. There was the three out in, or sorry, the one out in Montreal, the one of the three from Montreal, Jake Allen. Then there's James Reimer, Mackenzie Blackwood, Carol Vimelka, Carter Hart. Keeping in mind the acquisition cost of these five, Liam, which one do you think should be target numero uno for the Oilers? Blackwood? Well, no. Numero uno should be hot just based off play alone, and it should be Vimelka, Blackwood, Alan, Rima. Realistically, it's probably Blackwood, right? We're going to get Reimer, dude. It's, we, we <laughs> all roads off. lead to Reimer. Should it be Blackwood? Yes. Is there some crazy maneuver to get like veggie? That would be amazing. Carter Hart. Obviously, that's a little scary area right now because we, do, we don't know what we don't know. And Jake Allen. But he'd be good. You know what's nice about all those five guys? Their save percentage starts with the nine. Damn right, Jay. Yeah, the thing I like about Reimer and the idea of acquiring him, one, he's always been very consistent throughout his career. Like, there aren't a lot of nasty, gnarly stretches during really any point for him. I think maybe in Toronto, there was a couple months where he struggled. But the point is, Reimer's floor seems to be pretty high. Also, Detroit currently has three goalies on the roster with Huso, Reimer, and Alex Lyon, and they apparently don't want to lose one of them to waivers. So if you could get Reimer, if you could convince Detroit to keep 50% 50% of it and you get Reimer at 750k then you're you're probably sitting in a pretty nice spot there with a good veteran but I agree Mackenzie Blackwood's the guy if all it costs you is a first and a third and you get out of Campbell and get Mackenzie Blackwood in the system I think that's a slam dunk win like I don't know Reimer you're right though Jay it, it feels like Reimer in Campbell no and like, that's the issue he he would be a fine addition to the team but can I can I propose a a crazy idea to the two I, of you. Let's go. I, I ran this through with Aaron before the show, and he he didn't I love shy it. I like away it. from it's, it. It's, it's yeah, but, but okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, let's, hear, let's, hear, let's hear it. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. This is just trying to mirror what the LA Kings did, where they got rid of Carl Peterson. They ended up keeping a bit of money. Oh, I like how this is shaking. Okay, up. so the Oilers trade Jack Campbell uh-huh. and Ryan McLeod. Yeah. To the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. In exchange, they acquire Samuel Montembeau. Yep. Sean Monaghan. And the Oilers give like picks, whatever it may be. So the Oilers would then free up probably about $4 million in cap space, which would then allow you to then also add other areas. Bear in mind, Sean Monaghan this season has played 18 games and has 13 points and is way better than Ryan McLeod is right now. And he's a time bomb, though. Sure, but he's a free agent at the end of the season. And if you can, he's better than Ryan McLeod today. And I understand Ryan McLeod's 24, but it doesn't matter how. It's not about the, it's about now. It doesn't matter. So that, the idea around that idea. Is he a center? He is a center. And he can play wing as well. He's playing third line right now. And he has 3C. So you put that there, then you have $4 million. You can have healthy scratches. You can then also address other areas and need of your team as well. 
and whatever the the pick so how, yeah what so it's just whatever the picks need to be whatever the picks need to be to kind of balance it out if you have to give up a first round pick for that and then you get four well, million dollars it it's probably more than a first round pick you're asking for but, them to take campbell and retain on monaghan they wouldn't need to retain he's 1.75 or something like that so you give oh, up yeah, ryan mcclough and oh, then, he's not. Oh, he's old deal. He's off he's, his old deal. He's off his old deal. Oh, so therefore, come then, on home. And you have that flexibility of more cap. Montreal gets a high end first round pick, a first round pick, second round pick, whatever it may be. And then you can also probably still have enough to go and get a defense. Okay. Pick. But there's an elephant in the room, though. How, how do you integrate the Nuge Monahan relationship? How do you bend that bridge? I said Great they have question. to pose for a photo <laughs> together or duke it out again. Nude pick them up the airport. They fight, have a public fight. Yep. That we all know. Yep. We all know that sparks a gladiator a style. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, move on with it. And the also, thing I like that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Complete the idea is Montreal is worried about losing Caden Primo. They well, they wouldn't have to worry about that. They could just send Jack Campbell to the American League. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and then I so what I like about this is like I think they'll obviously try to move Monahan before the deadline because he's having a good season. So that makes sense. McLeod for Monahan, you're obviously overpaying a little bit there because I think McLeod McLeod should still have some value as a young guy who has experience. Um, and then what Campbell, a first and a third for Montembeau, and that's how you get out of the Campbell deal, get yourself a cheap goalie. The only thing would be. You know, what else, what other future assets are you willing to part with to upgrade the rest of your roster, right? Like, are you going to go out then? Yeah, to me, that's like an all-in move. That's sitting there and going like, okay, we're going to free up the cap space and then we're committing to moving not our 2024 first because that's now gone. We're moving our 2025 first and Cody Cece and Philip Broberg and we have a second deal ready to go for like a big splash right-handed defenseman. To me, you, you can only dealing with Tyler, 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 you think... We can give away two problems and a first round pick for some amazing defender. I mean, it's similar to the Ekholm return. We gave yeah. Reed Schaefer, high end prospect, Tyson yeah. Berry, very serviceable, can run your PK or PP, and a first round pick and something else. It was a third. A third. Yeah. Okay. Like, but two we gave very up I mean, players like. Hey, hey. Tyson Berry at the time was not viewed as a highly valued asset because of his contract. Sure like to me, right now, debatable. Um, but don't get me sidetracked with any sort of discourse there. Um, but I don't know. I, I think you could probably get a good defenseman for a first. Like CC and Barry should have somewhat close to even value. Like CC, we trusted in his own end, and his contract's a little bit better. Barry's contract sucked. So a first Broberg who still has that first round pick kind of aura about him and a good roster player like that could get you something. My point is to Liam's trade like you make that deal if you're ready to go all in because you're giving up McLeod. You're giving up a lot of futures and you're just getting rentals back like Montembeau and Monaghan aren't signed. The reason I like Blackwood he's got one more year on him. So if you give up a first and Campbell and you bring in Blackwood it's like okay we got a solution for this year and we got a pretty clear picture about our cap situation next year too. But the the deal I like the deal Liam. Yeah, I, I like the helium, but it's an all-in move. Yeah, it, it totally is. Another layer to it as well is now that on a Browns bonus is triggered, you then have more flexibility in the summer as well of not having the two million of Ryan McLeod. 
I, it's obviously like I and the five million of Jack and the five million of Jack and <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, that part too. It's I don't know. It's very equivalent to the Kings one. Maybe the Oilers would have like somehow in that deal the LA Kings made they managed to free up five million dollars. So Tyler, to put you on the spot, what's another version of that trade that could be done with a different dance partner? Well, the other thing too is there was a third team involved in that in that Cal Peterson deal, right? Like Columbus was in the mix. They had a player they wanted. So I think another version of it involves the Oilers having a player that other teams really want. And maybe Ryan McLeod is that guy. So like maybe there's a San Jose or an Arizona out there who goes, oh no, we actually really like him and think a change of scenery would benefit him. So we'll we'll eat 1.5 of Jack Campbell's contract for the next three years. If you just give us Ryan McLeod, that sounds like a good deal to us. And then the Oilers can maybe keep 1.5 of Jack Campbell and then flip them to another team for a goalie. And all of a sudden that team's going, yeah, you're going to give me a second round pick just to eat 2 million bucks for a few years and throw Jack Campbell on my bench. Sure. So another example of it, maybe you get Arizona and San Jose involved in the trade, right? And it's something where or San Jose goes, if you give us McLeod, we need young roster players. We'll just eat 1.5 of Campbell for you. And Arizona goes, you're going to give us a first round pick for Carol Vimelka and the rest of Jack Campbell. Sure, we're in like first in Broberg for Vimelka and the rest, the other three million or three and a half million of Jack Campbell's deal. Like maybe that makes sense if you can get a third party involved. Sounds like it might be a tough suitor just because they only have one more contract yes. to retain. So they have to be really, and they got to figure out what they're going to do with Vlasic. Hoping, hoping he retires at the end of the year more than anything. So then maybe it's the reverse. Maybe Arizona sits there and says, hey, we'll keep some Campbell money if you give us McLeod and if San Jose gives us Blackwood and then the Oilers go to the Sharks and say, here's a first, here's a third. Take the rest of Campbell. We get Vamelka from Arizona now. Like maybe that's the three-way trade. It's just the reverse. Yeah. But you're right, Jay. Like San Jose's retained money spots probably kill them on that. Uh, let's dig into the Finning Cat YouTube chat. That is Brought to you by the Black Friday sale that's going on right now. Finning.com slash Black Friday. Or you can scan the QR code on your screen from November 20th to 24th. Look out for daily specials. And when those pop up, because they've been popping up every day this week. We're on our third one today already. Uh, when those pop up, they stick around for an entire week to get everything you need. And take advantage of this sale to keep your business running. Finning.com slash Black Friday. Um, there was some love for Reimer in the chat. Someone said Reimer's past his prime, but I mean, let's be honest, you're giving up probably a third or a fourth round pick for Reimer and he's cheap and he's just to get you through this year and give you some quality starts. Um, Tyler Mulek says CC is still a very serviceable player. I agree with that. I'm just not sure if he's a, you know, the Oilers could use an upgrade in their top four on CC. If, if Cody CC was pre- playing and I guess this will lead into another conversation, but if CC was playing Brett Kulak minutes on the third pair, probably wouldn't notice his gaffes as much. So I, I think that's a decent point there. Um, someone brought up the name Connor Ingram in Arizona. I mean, he's put together some decent starts, um, but I think if you're going to go to Arizona, you're obviously going for uh, yeah. for veggie. Um, get Dak, he says he's, he supports your idea, Liam. Um, someone said I wasn't paying attention to Liam's thing. Um, well, that might just be because I was frozen and my internet was trash, but regardless, uh, let's move along. It's a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show um and the oilers they have a tough tough test in carolina this is a hurricanes team that knows how to control a hockey game they are only giving up 25.8 shots against every 60 minutes at five on five that is the best number in the league so it's gonna be tough sledding for the oilers tonight but i look at this run guys 
Carolina, Washington, then Anaheim, you need to win two of these three. If you don't win two or three, no sense even training for a goal. Your season's done. Yeah, it is so true. The The Oilers need to come out and do what they did in that first 10 minutes or so against Florida and then just not allow Evander Kane to and punch against somebody Tampa in the head. And against... Yeah, like they just need to stop the brain farts. Like they're having really good starts to the game and then it just fails for like 30 minutes. And they let they the try team, and chase they, it. They let the key teams get momentum and then they score and allow them to keep building on it. Yeah. And to me, this just all goes back to... Well, yeah, the penalties, Jesus, like that's got to, they've got to slow that down. I know we got, we're pissed and we got an edge and, you know, we got to, we got to play on, uh, on that, like on that line, but we can't cross as much as we are. But going back to something I brought up last time I was on the show, and that is managing your roster to mitigate the circumstance that you're in mm-hmm. and not, you know, if we're like, you you deploy your roster uh, a certain way if you need to score. You deploy your roster a certain way if you need to keep a lead. Uh, you need to deploy your roster if it's a one goal game. Like you you got to make sure you're doing those things. I feel like we're doing the opposite. Yeah, I I think in some circumstances for sure. But tonight's going to be interesting with the way the lines have been set up. How it's going to be all just be like they broke up all the defensive pairs besides Echo and. And Bouchard, which is a Fogel revenge game. That makes sense. That's it's gonna be big for us. Yeah, it's gonna be something to look out for. Put your money on him to score. I forgot the the revenge factor. Yeah, I should have. I should change my bet. I should make Fogel goal my bet, but whatever. I don't want to get in the weeds anymore. And we kind of forgot about the Adam Ernie revenge game on Saturday, too, against Tampa, but nothing came of that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Sadly. (laughs) Uh, Here's the rest of the lines from our boy Tony Brar. Yeah. Um, AB, can you flash those back up? I want I want to rattle through them a little bit more. We miss you. In There's, yeah, I know it, it. It's always so awkward when we're separated like this. Uh, Fogel, McDavid, and Drysaddle, Kane, Hyman. The fourth line. What would you guys do here? I think Connor Brown has to be playing. Like even though he's not been good, like you got to let him try find his form to some extent. So I would go personally. If you're going twelve and six, I'm going Gagne, Hamlin, and Brown. And I actually think that trio could be good. Would either of you have Ernie in the lineup? I I can't believe I'm going to say this. I might have Adam Ernie in the lineup tonight over Sam Gagne. I, I would. Why is that? I would. I feel like he's trying to establish a role on this team that nobody else has really want to wanted to take a hold of yet. And it's not an enforcer, but he's trying to be a pest, be a bit of a pest and instigator on this team. And he's done a relatively good job of it the last three games or so. Like, did he draw any penalties? Uh, I don't know, but he obviously got the one against uh, Belmar where he elbowed him in the head, and it's like, yeah, that's not good. But also, no, like is he drawn? The, not oh, oh no, I know, I know, I I don't think so. But he also tried to step up the other day too for uh, Connor <laughs> Brown when Nick Cousins slammed him to the ice, and then he, and Vinny ended up fighting. But it's like he's trying to do something, and Carolina, a fairly quick team, right? Sam Gagne, you really want Sam Gagne and Derek Ryan in the game? Uh, Derek Ryan scores goals, man. He, he is sets a, up goals. Derek Ryan revenge game. Didn't he play for Carolina? Derek Ryan revenge Damn. game. Oh, you got a lot of storylines here. <laughs> um, to answer your question, Adam Ernie has drawn one penalty in nine games for the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, there we go. Uh, the Oilers' leader in penalties drawn is obviously Connor McDavid with 12, for those who may be interested. Derek Ryan, though, tied for fourth with six drawn penalties. He's tied with Evander Kane 
and Dylan Holloway, who's only appeared in 14 games as well. So there's a random fact for you on a Sherwood Ford Giant game day edition of the show. Uh, over on the blue line, the big change is that Brett Kulak's up on the top pairing. We now go to our Brett Kulak correspondent, Aaron Bordado, for his thoughts on this. Uh, a, I'm so happy to see that this finally did happen. I think he's been great. My worry is, like I said to Liam before, how easy is it to switch over from the left side to the right side? I said it can't nearly be as easy as it is in shell for me because that's a whole different position, different side of the ice. So I worry about that factor. I also found it a little confusing because I thought Cody Cece's under coach knob has been the best version of Cody Cece I've seen. And now he's being demoted to the third line. I want to know if that's a punishment thing or is that trying to help out a Philip Broberg kind of thing? Because Kulak's Mr. Consistency. You know what you're going to get with that guy. So you can put him with Darnell. I know he's on the other side, but I want to know what that is with CC because I'm confused. I thought he's well, been good lately. Maybe, maybe it is to try to insulate and get more out of Broberg. The one thing about yeah. Kulak, though, is like the, in putting him on the offside, is he's a good skater. So yeah. like that, that's a dynamic that can yeah. kind of help him, you know, be play that play that other side. Um, and assist with that because yeah, it's yeah. it's a different world, but his skating so good. Yeah, I don't think it's a punishment to CC as well. I can see why it would come across like I think it is to benefit likely Broberg. I would assume who's playing tonight, but playing on your offside is is difficult. But I'm glad it's a guy like Kulak yeah, doing it rather he can, than Broberg. He can skate his way out of like yeah, you got two really good puck movers there now, right? Uh, and I'm not saying you should be pairing up two puck movers, but two really good skaters uh, playing. Uh, and then yeah, CC. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how they deploy them. Maybe this will allow them to use the third pairing a little bit more because CC's there. Got to feel bad for Broberg after last game. Like, oh. like that's not his fault. You're like, God damn it! Like this guy can't buy a break, even though you know he's we're trying to build up his confidence. But so maybe this is just a, a another way to do that. Jay, just to add on to your confidence thing there, I don't know if you noticed, but Knob kept Broberg out there for the face-off right after that happened. And I like that to be as a, hey, that ain't your fault. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Get your mind off that. Yeah, just yeah. keep going back in. 100%. And that's like trying to build these guys back up to, you know, who they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're so broken. <laughs> it's just it's just frustrating uh, that we, like, we, we're, we're in these games now. Like we've been, we've been in every, like, game for, like, the last seven or eight or whatever the hell, seven maybe. And we could easily be seven and oh, six and easily. one. And we're just not putting it all together. Um, I already talked. Calvin Pickard played his fucking ass off. Played well. You gave him a chance. There was one weak goal there that went through him. But aside from that, like that guy made some stops. He was, he was, he was competing. He gave, he gave him the opportunity to get two points. Like, and the team in front of him. Failed. Like he battled like that. Yeah. That had like Mike Smith vibes. <laughs> yeah, he kind of did a little unstructured, but did the job. Yep. Don't ask how. <laughs> so, n- Nurse and Kulak quickly. We've basically never seen this duo before. So in 295 minutes so far this season, they've played just 10 minutes together and 140 on the PK. And if you go back to the start of last year in 1800 five on five minutes, Nurse and Kulak were only that's Nurse's minutes. He's played 1800. He's only spent 92 of them with Brett Kulak. So I'm fascinated to see the way that those two uh, play together because I'm intrigued. That's a very good skating duo. And against a Hurricanes team that plays fast, plays a good tempo, controls the puck a lot. I think being able to stop them off the rush and just not even let them get set up is going to be a massive key. And maybe this is a duo 
that can do that. So I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. And allow us to have like a five man unit of yeah. speed when we need it against the speed team. Right. I, I think it's good too that Knoblock is trying to stamp on this team now. It's been four games now, right? Four, five, whatever it's been. And like guys have had their opportunity to prove themselves to the new coach. And now it's at the point is like, okay, no, we've lost two in a row. It's time to change things a little bit here. Cause that's something that like we have we ever seen Nurse and CC not together? It feels like they just play every single game together, no matter what. So I'm actually glad they've they've changed things for better or for worse. I guess we'll find out. Like, why wouldn't they? And I and granted, you have to insulate Bush and Broberg, but like an Ekholm CC would be like a really good yeah, shutdown uh, second pair, wouldn't you think? Like we don't we don't have the depth to be able to absorb that, but like that'd be interesting. You would you would probably have to find a better defenseman to play out with Nurse eventually, but I I like those two together. It'd be tough to play. Well, like that's like if we if we're able to get a top pairing, a second pairing or a top pairing right shot D, probably more likely a second pairing, and we have two second pairings at least in our in our roster, like. And then you can you can make those switches and maybe give you know the the new guy with nurse and mm-hmm. and then you literally have like those aren't two number one pairings but they're like one point fives you know two good good pairings you can trust well yeah, yeah. and like and when, going back to like being able to keep leads and, and and deploy the roster properly so we can have a chance to that when we get up to get those two points like if you have two pairings that can do that. Yeah. Then you can ride them and, and play the third pair, just kind of shut them down a little bit and just put them in offensive situations. And because that's what it is. Like it's, we're just giving it away. It does feel Here like you a, go. a lot of the times when Caroline, uh, Florida scored the other day, it was through direct errors. Mm-hmm. But when the Oilers need to score, Connor McDavid has to score from the goal line or a penalty shot, or whatever. It and may they be. were buzzing. They just, they, yeah. they couldn't convert. Like they're still like, they still can't convert. Like that's the whole thing. Like, like they're not, it, it, nothing is the, is the same right now. Nothing. Except for the fact that we're not winning. That's the same. But like, like it's, it's so. Like it, it just still doesn't feel real that this is the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers right now. Tyler, your thoughts. Yeah, I was going to say, um, happy to jump back in here, gentlemen. I like this comment from Braden who says Kulak and Nurse might be the new Hughes and Heronic. So I don't know who's going to be Quinn Hughes on that duo. Maybe it's Brett Kulak. Uh, but sure, let's set the bar really high here. Also, we got a hilarious trade proposal in on the Facebook chat from Alan who said Campbell, McLeod, and a first rounder for Ottinger. Who says no? <laughs> None of us. Oh, no. I'm in. Uh, all right, let's continue along. Let's get into our, uh, well, we'll get to our short forward giant key to victory in just a second. But those were your headlines for tonight, brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, coming in February of 2024, right in the heart of Sherwood Park and right down the road from Sherwood Ford, the giant they'll be selling all your boating needs, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles as well, uh, Sherwood Ford Giant Keys to Victory for tonight, gentlemen. Liam, what do you got? What do the Oilers need to do well if they want to steal two points in Raleigh? Uh, I'll I'll say focus. Which, like just, just play to your game. Don't get involved with the stupid crap that is causing you to go to the box, which is basically the reason why they lost to the Florida Panthers the other day. If Evander Kane didn't take that extra shot on Matt Kachuk, 
The Oilers probably go into the first intermission with a two-goal lead, no? I think you need to stay away from that stuff and just don't get yourself overly involved and just focus on your own game. It's it's happening to every single player. Kane is one, Bouchard is the other. Stay focused. I thought the Hyman coincidental or whatever it is, coincidental is no longer with, with Chuck was absolute BS. Uh, the one with Bennett's? Uh, when yes. he, Hyman was just getting punched yes. in the head, Hyman just yeah. like 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 oh, it was Benny. Yeah, Bennett. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Bennett went after him, and Hyman just kind of like knowing he shouldn't, like he doesn't want to draw a penalty because of the state of the game. And then Bennett proceeds to get punch him a few times. Like, how the hell is that even done? Yeah, and 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 it's also to the fact of the others were on the power play. So, like you said, yes. Hyman had no reason to want to be involved in that. Gets his helmet ripped off. The ref just keeps standing there. Is that an automatic stop. penalty? It apparently not when the whistle stopped, but during oh. the game it is. It's I agree. Yeah, that, that was, was frustrating because that would have put us five on three, and then somehow Keane takes a ten minute penalty. I was so confused. <laughs> like that is, what do we happened. do we know what happens? I still don't. So like it was just really really weird. So that but anyways, uh, key to the game: score first, and for God's sakes, <laughs> defend it. 
And then they just sit there and slip on a banana peel or a broken stick and just gift the other team a goal time and time again. They need to cut down on their gift goals. That's I know it's the giving season. It's almost Christmas. We're a month away, but come on. It's just they need to cut down on the gifts. That's got to be number one on the list of key to victory. Maybe they're deploying the you got to give to get strategy and we haven't started the getting (laughs) yeah we just maybe we once the getting turns on then look out yeah we're gonna be (laughs) dangerous when we are five and 20 and one after that thing gets going (laughs) gonna go 25 game heater a lot of karma deficit needs to be repaid um, we are going to place a ban on Jake Ottinger trade proposals. Um, so no more of those, please. Davin says Minecraft Tyler makes a good point. I know my internet sucks. Um, we're going to keep the show going for about another 15 minutes. So we still got some stuff to do, including Liam's Wednesday mystery game, which we call a different thing every week. We'll figure it out eventually on the line is $25 to nation gear. Dangerous Wade. Don't worry, you're going to get your e-gift card soon. It is going through the system. I promise you that. Um, but Liam, what do we got today? Do we have an easy one and a hard one again? We we have an easy one. I think the easy one should be much easier than last week when it was Adam Oates. But the hard one... Well, and you tricked us. I did trick you a yes. little bit. The hard one might be harder than Patrick Russell last week. Okay. But we'll see what we got. Okay, yeah. so the first one... I like it. I played 652 regular season games for the Edmonton Oilers over an 11-year span. I played 30 playoff games for the Oilers, scoring 17 points. I played for four NHL teams. I was a top 15 pick. I'll tell you the year shortly. See how many, if you can get after a guess or two. 11 seasons, you So they played... Thirty playoff games. So they yeah, they played within the the rules are they played within two thousand to today. Okay, I think I think I have my answer. Okay. Thirty games. Around oh six. I guess I feel like oh six has to be Yeah. For eleven seasons. They ended up playing for four for four NHL teams? Like for four NHL teams, I paid Alex six- Hemsky. There you go. Oh, that was going to be my guess. Alex Hemsky is the guess. And that's easy for me to say. <laughs> uh, Dacky was the first All person. Right, so, um, he like 30 games. Like he, he was there for the 06 run. We did not make the playoffs after that. He played six games in like 2003 or something like that. And then 24 in the cup run. Oh. And all his points came during the cup run. So there you go. That was uh, easy. Right, Liam. Okay. So Dacky was the first one to get the easy one. So let's throw him in the draw at the end. And then let's do the first three to get uh, the difficult one in the YouTube chat can uh, be entered in to win 25 bucks from nationgear.ca. Okay, so this one is is difficult. Maybe this is the one I get. I am a defenseman and played 59 games for the Oilers over four seasons. I was the 36th overall pick in 2005. I played for five NHL teams from 2008 to 2017. I was on the U.S. World Junior Team in 2006 and 2007. I got a name. Oh, right. Uh, the last clue, I don't think it would even help too much, but the Oilers placed me on waivers 
and St. Louis claimed me in 2011. Ooh. I was going to say Alex Plant. Okay, wait. Give no. me the first few again. First clue. I am a defenseman and played 59 games for the Oilers across four seasons. I think I know it. And, and he was claimed off waivers by the Blues. Yes. 36. Liam, is it coming in the chat right now? I'm not going to say. Yeah. Sixth overall. See, these people in the chat have the power of Googling. You can tell the when they've plus. all Googled it at one <laughs> yeah. time because 18 of them came in at once. 36th overall. Um, yeah, team. that's who I was thinking too. So that's going to be my answer, Liam. Jay can't read it yet, so he uh, doesn't know. Whatever. I, I. Yeah. So who's your guest, Tyler? Taylor Chorney. Taylor Chorney is correct. I felt like he played more games than that. Me yeah. too. I feel like he was with the team and for a I while, but never played. He was clean by the. Oh my god, I'm so bad. And I thought maybe it was Brad Hunt. Brad Hunt? No, I don't. I, don't, I think yeah. he drafted. First one I see was Maynard. Maynard. Uh, Dave said Jason Chorney. Nope, it's nope. Doesn't count. Ooh. But then everyone else just said Chorney. At least he made the F. I'll put him in the draw. I think that's fine. It's Liam's game. Uh, yeah. It is my game. And then James Jansen is the other one too. So Dave, James, and Maynard, and Daki. Okay. Random spinner. One second. I got to load it if someone wants to carry the show on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go right ahead, Liam. Nationgear.ca is where you're getting a $25 gift card too, thanks to Liam's magnificent mystery player of the week. And while you're over on nationgear.ca, Maybe you want to go buy and do our trip coming up in a few months. Maybe you want to hit the road with us or hit the air, I suppose, and head down to Arizona for another nation vacation brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross, February 18th to 20th in Phoenix. Flights, hotel, and hockey at the Mullet Arena. Edmonton versus Arizona should be a good game. Should be kind of a bit of a once-in-a-lifetime game when you consider the arena. Right there is the rate for double occupancy. Again, nationgear.ca and a nation vacation brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross and their fantastic travel insurance. Only one thing better than sitting down and sharing memories. It's making some new ones. Head to ab.bluecross.ca slash travel to find out how their travel insurance can help you make more memories on the road. I know Jay's fired up for a hockey at the Mullet Arena. All of us here on the show are actually going to be going. So you can join us by heading to nationgear.ca. Liam, you got that draw ready? I am ready to draw. Here we go. Uh-oh, it's spinning. Could be anyone. <laughs> and it is. Oh, Daki wins. Jay can see I it. Test. Good job, Daki. Clap it up. Congrats, Daki. Um, Daki, email, email me. Right? Email me. Yeah, email send me an email, Tyler at OilersNation.com, and say, uh, and say you're the winner, and we will get you your $25 gift card to Nation Gear. Congratulations. Uh, let's get to our lineup, or the menu tonight for DoorDash for limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25, all capitals, on Nation. Make DoorDash your holiday hack. This holiday season, there are 14 games in the NHL tonight and a couple of really, really good matchups. Vegas and Dallas at 730 tonight should be just an absolutely incredible hockey game. Dallas stars are playing (laughs) Vegas tonight. What? Yes. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> the Ottinger list, which is tough to say. Ottinger oh, yeah. list. 
There we go. Uh, <laughs> Rangers Penguins should be a good one as well. But all eyes, obviously, on Oilers and Hurricanes at five o'clock Mountain tonight. Pre-gaming with Boardsy is going to get going at four o'clock right here on the Oilers Nation YouTube. So you can get a full preview of the game leading right up to puck drop and then live immediately following the game. Oilers Nation after dark. Aaron, who's joining you on the two shows today? I think he's on your screen right now. I, I think, think you're the, looking at the, 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 the team in the uh, the pregame, and yep. then I'm going to stay at the office with Boardsy and uh, yeah. hang out for the post game. Going to order some food? You're oh, going to stay at the office. I know, right? You got all the options in the world, Jay. Oh boy, okay, we have to document this. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a good one. Yep, come join me. We'll get everything lineups four o'clock early again. So some of you might still be at work or just leave work early. Just, just do and that. And you can listen to YouTube in your car. So just you can. And then also we have the watch party on Friday too for the 1 p.m. game. Thanks yeah, that's going to be way. fun. The last watch party was a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, our game day betting challenge, gentlemen, is brought to you by Betway. Aaron, can you give me the board so I can see our standings uh, so far oh, on the year? Can I can't can you imagine. Liam did hit last game. Um, no, because you know, there's only a 28 shots so Tyler missed. You missed because you bet on them to win again, yeah. <laughs> and then I missed because Drysaddle missed on that one chance. Jay, I've I've come to a realization with your picks. Uh huh. The Oilers, you're 0 and 7, and you pick the Oilers to win almost all the time. Yes. Maybe it's time to no. shake things up. No, a no, 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 no. Maybe no. your betting could be the solution to this. I oh, you want me to mush them? I want you to like. I was I was gonna bet on San Jose, and I should have <laughs> financially. But I don't want you to do that. But just be like, hey, I think Randy Kane's gonna score tonight. You know what though? You know what? It's Actually, nice what? to be up money because your team is winning. I agree. And if they're losing, I want to feel like I'm losing. But there's it's no coincidence that when you bet Connor McDavid hat trick, the others won, and you didn't bet the others to win. Okay. 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 <laughs> Okay, can I get a redo? Yeah, hey, uh, we can redo it. You guys, you guys talk amongst yourselves about your stupid non-believing bets. <laughs> I am going to pull something else up only because of what you said. If it, it means if, if if you're saying I can play a factor in the Oilers' yes, outcome tonight, I am going to. Jay, we I all got we all got to make sacrifices. I we all got to do something. Here. I I well to go off my bet. I think Connor McDavid's back. His penalty shot was unbelievable, but Rofsky didn't even know where it was after he scored. And then he scored from basically row one in the, in the stands. So Connor McDavid plus 10, sign me up. I'm going to go Oilers over three and a half goals. The offense is humming as of late. You're getting a pretty decent price on this. It's a hair better than just taking them on the money line. So if they're going to win tonight, they're going to get at least four goals. And I think there's also a chance that they lose and score four goals anyway. So it's a bit of like an insured money line bet with the over three and a half goals. So I like Edmonton to keep the offense going this evening. Uh, two, five and oh, down two units. Could put a little nice dent in that with a nice plus 125 payout. Uh, Jade, do you have a pick after are you ready the betway website are you ready let's do it are you ready to win i i'm ready for you to win in the i'm win. so ready all right it's juicy <laughs> this will this will shoot me to the moon warren fogel yes two plus goals yes oh jay and then you ruin it <laughs> plus the bet made sense just him to score or 21 to 1 as i like to say it that would, that would put you in the green. He's on the. It, it's revenge game. He's on the top line. 
I mean, Connor's dealing. You know, Connor will shoot one off his skate, and then Fogle's yeah. got a good shot. Yeah, he does. If he, if, he's, if he gets the time and space to release it. So, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a juicy bet on that. There you go. So I, I'll make sure I change that after the show to make sure. When 20 units. That'll, this, we call this digging up, folks. <laughs> I don't hate that, Jay. I don't regression. Like you want to ride with me for tonight? I kind of think okay. I want to ride with you tonight okay, for that okay, a little okay. bit. Okay. We'll throw that in Bordsy's bankroll tonight as yeah. well. It's gonna happen. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think uh, if you're gonna bet on anyone to score two goals tonight and chase the juice, the the revenge narratives there with uh, with Warren Fogle. Dangerous Wade is predicting a six one win. Cody in bracket or in or in quotations, coffee CC with a hat trick. If Cody CC gets a hat trick tonight, I would come on and gladly eat cat food again. That's how happy I would be. I would too. Um, so wow. there's no way that's happening. Yeah, yeah. that's come yeah, I, yeah. Oh, Cody CC hat trick. Now, what CC is that? Uh, in what is that? Uh, is it uh, some kind of? It's German. Oh, this is some, some kind of maybe a slap. Is it Czech? Aaron, any Macedonian? Doesn't say anything here. So a quick. Peek. I'll have an answer for you later because I'm assuming it translates to coffee. Is kind of where I'm going with it. I'll have a CC. <laughs> CC origins. <laughs> why? Why the Italian accent on that? You don't know what accent that was. We're about to find out the country very soon. Roman. Roman. So that would be Italiano. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, folks. All right, Jay, wasn't that far? All right, shout out to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Throw, yeah, get in the game yourself. Head over to Betway, of course, if you're of age. And of course, if you do so responsibly. Uh, all right, gentlemen, we are going to wrap up the show here um, because oh. you guys have got a busy day. you got pre-gaming coming up in just a few hours. You also have Oilers Nation After Dark with Aaron and Jay this evening. Shout out to Sherwood Ford the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Sports Closet, Finning Cat. Remember the, the uh, Black Friday sale on now with our friends at Finning. Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, and Betway. Everyone in the YouTube chat, you are fantastic. The show will be back tomorrow at 12.01 Mountain Time with our boy Liam. So enjoy that and enjoy what is hopefully an Oilers victory tonight. Have a good one. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.